0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network.
1: Hey, it's Warhorse and Warhorse's pal Boner, and we're here to tell you that you're listening to the uh Roughhouse podcast with Marty and Kristoff. You know, Marty the Mangler and Kristoff uh, the uh, Jack. Uh, no, I don't want to say that, but. I'm glad you're here, glad you're ready to listen to this shit, clean out your ears, shut your mouth, open your eyes, because it's time for that good, sweet podcast.
0: Behold a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones.
1: Now with more Simpsons references and Koda Ibushi thirst.
0: This is the Rough House podcast with Marty and Christoph.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Rough House podcast. Uh we are at episode what are we looking at Christoph? 231. 231 for Sunday May 30th 2021. I am Marty.
0: And I am Christoph, and uh, much obliged uh, to all you fine folk out there who decided to click play on this sumbitch here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Always enjoy letting you into the House. Pull up a chair. Kick back. Relax. It's it's a good wrestle time with your pals.
0: <laughs> relax. Kick your, kick your feet up and listen to the soothe sounds coming out of your earbuds. Ah,
1: uh, intermission.
0: Oh, wait. Uh bam bam bam
1: uh, intermission. <laughs> Not nothing, nothing no better way to start a pro wrestling podcast than an extended <laughs> reference to obscure things on Offspring
0: Album. Yeah, 1997's ninety-seven's Ix Night to the Ombre." Yes. Yeah, there. that, that, well, that is... smashed. We kinda of jammed the two together. Yeah, 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 yeah. we
1: we we, but... we we put two in one there. That's Yeah, that's... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and speaking of uh two oh one Chris, I think the big thing that we talked about a little bit on Schlegel's Soapbox (laughs) this week with our dear friend Justin, which you can listen to on Patreon. Let's just dig into it.
0: The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary (laughs) force.
1: Dave Meltzer broke the internet this week, as he was the first to report that New Japan Pro Wrestling And WWE were in talks about a creative relationship together. This was the brainchild, apparently, of current WWE president Nick Khan. Khan! As the other Khan in pro wrestling looks to make himself uh, very important very quickly. Um It had been further discussed upon by the team at uh, PW Insider, Mike Johnson over there, reporting that the impetus of this conversation uh, was Daniel Bryan's current ongoing contract negotiations as he really wants to go work New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, uh, Mm -hmm. WWE wants to keep him under their thumb. So the, the idea was, uh, starting a conversation to see about getting DB some work over there. Now, this isn't the first time that, uh, WWE has said that they can get people work in new Japan pro wrestling. Most infamously, that's what was told to, uh, Brody Lee before he left WWE for AEW uh, last year. (laughs) Um, but uh, I, I got to be honest, as we d- dug into uh, in, in the aforementioned Schlegel Soapbox episode, I don't think this is a great idea for anybody. Th- this is a subtraction by addition. I don't see how this is a net benefit to either company, if I'm really honest.
0: Well, the, the, the curious word in how you phrase this thing was a creative relationship. Yes. And therein lies the problem is the creative uh, in WWE. And to be quite honest, the creative in New Japan, uh, and granted, they've been dealing with a lot of extenuating circumstances this year. But the creative in New Japan has not been at the top of its game either. Yeah. Um, that being said, injecting a Daniel Bryan into a G one, if and when that ever happens, will surely you know engorge my southern portion to a uh, sure. unhealthy level. But uh, if this is outside of just D. working some New Japan matches, and we're talking about you know bringing over an Lij um, couple guys from Lij to feud with Roman Reigns and the Usos or something like that, I don't trust the creative process enough. Uh, and, you know, as, as again, we said in the Schlegel soapbox, I, I don't trust WWE to get these New Japan guys and to use no. them in the way that would make, make sense to be congruent with their current characters and to just be entertaining. I mean like being entertaining is kind of the bare minimum of what you can ask for in WWE and they're having a hard time a lot. Uh, m- mostly on the raw side, not as much on the smackdown side from what I see, but uh that seems to be an issue for them right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh it, what who actually is an needle mover in that group? Uh I I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right now, they themselves are in a lot of hurt. That's the only reason why I, I can even give any credence to this, is the concept that New Japan Empire Wrestling is in a bad way right now. They yeah. have no world champion. We'll talk about what they're doing to resolve that in a, in a few minutes. Uh, I don't know who would really be a needle mover. I don't foresee, you know, people around the world going, oh – Tanahashi finally on Monday night. We're all, I can't wait to see him work. Bobby Lashley. Like I don't, right. I, I don't see what would actually be an eyeball grabber of this group. And that's not to take away from new Japan pro wrestling. I think there's a, a bigger leg up and maybe this is the overall uh, overarching goal. There's a bigger leg up in, you know, you send some new Japan talent to NXT for a big takeover or send some PC talent to New Japan to get some seasoning. Sort of the same thing I, I've said for a while for AEW. Like, yes, there's money and, you know, you run Omega and Ibushi, but I think there's a lot more for both companies and saying, all right, Private Party, you're working best of the Super Juniors this year. Or, right. all right, Jungle Boy, you're part of G1. Or, I, I don't know, fucking uh, Ricky Starks, you're you're heading over for a tour. Like, I I, I think yeah. there is an inherent positive to the <clears> seasoning <throat> that their talent could get overseas, but at the same time, they're going to learn habits which will then get trained out of them. So, like, I don't yeah. know how this is supposed to be a net positive for any of the companies beyond the fact that this is the most positive word I've heard about WWE in ages.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Aside from a big super card type match where it is WWE versus new Japan, um, just work rate wise. I feel like could be a selling point. I would watch that with the most morbid of curiosities, but you know, for an overall working relationship, the, the, the math doesn't add up, um, financially on both sides, maybe because new Japan has been trying to make inroads with, uh, you know, the, um, American wrestling zeitgeist for a while. They have <clears throat> at some point, you know, got their, uh, got their toes in the water, but if you have to take the full on dip, this could be the way to do it. But again, at what cost?
1: Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't add up to, uh, a positive resolution for either side to me. I, I really think this is more about, you know, uh, a, a story being, Put out there to get more eyeballs on them, no different than the the WWE MLW story that was out a few weeks ago. I I think yeah. it's just about you know getting people thinking that some things might happen. Uh, I yeah I I, I don't see a, an overall positive. Granted, I could sit here and I could tell you some ideas I have of hey if this actually happens, who I think AEW could pair up with and do very well with Dragon Gate just. Send a whole bunch of dudes to Drag Gate; they'll become <laughs> the best flyers in the world. It worked for Ricochet; can work for them too. Uh, I, I just, I, I, I don't really see an a, a, an overall positive for either side. There, there is no version of this that gets delivered in a way that is satisfying for WWE fans or for New Japan Pro Wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I'm, it, I'm, yeah. It's it's just a mess, um, not unlike the current state of most of uh, the WWE main roster. We are on the road to hell in the cell. It sounds like we're going to run fucking Lashley versus Drew McIntyre again in a cell. Uh, okay. uh, apparently, we are not getting uh, Roman Reigns versus Jimmy John Uso. That's not in the books,
0: but that's the okay. only
1: storyline that's happening anywhere near the world title right now. So
0: when is Hell in Cell? Two weeks? Uh,
1: yeah, something like that. Uh, cool. So cool. Yeah, cool. we're we're in a cool. holding pattern until there's fans. But I will give WWE credit for this. Unlike their pals N E W, uh, the almost the entire show on Monday was about holy shit, we're gonna be in front of fans again. You should really go buy tickets for our show, like. Anyone who wasn't on the show in a storyline capacity was cutting a promo about how much they can't wait to go see the fans, how much they can't wait to be on the road again, how much they can't wait to go from town to town. I was just like, well, bravo. That's, That's an excellent hard sell there
0: i'm sure they the the performers are excited to be in front of fans again but i can't imagine them really being excited for the travel (laughs)
1: well i i I forget who it was but one of the guys did a whole thing about how he has his how he has his road playlist and he hasn't been able to fire it up for the past year
0: i mean you just hit play on your phone it's really don't get me wrong it's very easy to do but if you want to guess it ain't the
1: same unless you're making towns brother
0: yeah yeah i guess you know uh traveling jump traveling man or something like that i don't know i don't know i don't know traveling songs i, I usually listen to fucking glory hammer when i was on a plane <laughs> it soothed me it distracted me it was wonderful
1: uh, also on wwe this week i think you'll really enjoy this chris so uh, at the last pay per view, WrestleMania Backlash, Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic became. His very large son. Uh, yes, his uh, large adult son. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, they became SmackDown Tag Team Champions, beating the dirty dogs of uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Um, the storyline of the match was that uh, Dominic was taken out before the match. So uh, it it was Ray going alone, and then Dominic had to make the big fired up return to Mm -hmm. uh, save the match, and they won the tag bouts. They had a rematch this week on SmackDown. Chris. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Yes.
0: Uh, So Ray Mysterio was beaten down and couldn't make the match, so Dominic had to go on his own, and then Ray Mysterio made the big fired up return.
1: Chris, believe it or not, that's exactly what happened. No, I
0: fucking believe it because it's the most obvious thing in the world.
1: Yep, that's what they did, and I think you'll also be excited to know that uh, they re-ran the women's tag title match of uh, uh, Shayna and Nia against uh, um, uh, Tamina and Natty. Uh, uh, yes, thank you. I couldn't remember Tamina's name for the life of me.
0: Let me uh, guess. There was a moment in the match where both Tamina and Nia were in the ring and they stared each at each other dramatically mm-hmm. and then started throwing yep. a... Fists.
1: Yes, they also made sure to look around at the TVs surrounding them.
0: Yep. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> it was—I it, mean—it was a real Rock Hogan moment oh, between yeah. Tamina and yeah. Nia Jax in the, the ring. The right immovable there. force in the object. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, should, they're not like most girls.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. Not not in the least. God damn it! There are a few things that still make me crack up. Uh, then thinking about uh, WWE breaking ground, they made this whole section of the episode about how Nia was figuring out her entrance. And, I don't
0: remember that.
1: Yeah, and Nia's entrance is literally her just walking like <laughs> there's <laughs> fucking nothing to it. Um, I and just they were talking about this whole thing like, well, you know, you ever it it, it all goes into the presentation of the performer, and you really want to have it match the music, and it's literally her just trudging to the ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah this song is so terrible god i mean it's, it's almost as bad as fuck fu back yeah yeah
1: it's not great it is it is not great at all uh also this week uh there were more cuts in w w e as they cut down their uh digital department because they don't need one as much anymore they just have Pretty much their video department that goes to the live shows and they just give things to Peacock. So, uh, okay. yeah, there goes any thought of the network being a thing anymore. Uh, also, uh,
0: we all knew it was going to be an afterthought once it got to Peacock. Yeah, they're going to collect the checks and 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 not produce as much uh, original content and, you know, just make money.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nick Khan, uh, his project of Adnan Vink pulled the trigger on it seven weeks in.
0: Yeah. 86. So,
1: yeah, he's gone, and this Monday, uh, former Bellator commentator Jimmy Smith will be joining the Raw brand. Meanwhile, they released the one good commentator they have in yes. Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yes, Tom Phillips is gone. He will have to face fuck intensely elsewhere. Um,
0: <laughs> what was the story behind his release? I didn't uh,
1: – uh, it, it was just – he have heat? It, it, uh, I, I, I had heard he had, had heat because he got demoted down to main event. Um, because he had been on he had been on Raw and then he got moved over to the SmackDown and then he got demoted to main event and now he's just gone so I I don't I don't know the specifics of it but apparently some people were not pleased with him which is fucking weird because he's the only guy that sounded like he gave half a shit meanwhile yeah. Byron Saxton is still under paycheck like.
0: I don't mind Byron as a, you know, a third wheel color guy.
1: He's aggressively fine. And and I'm realizing now that we are in the Michael Cole and Michael Cole produces people era of WWE, he is probably near perfect for what they
0: want. Well, I thought Tom Phillips was. I thought in, in terms of that Michael Cole style, I feel like he really, you know, he had a good voice for it. He, you know, uh, he he got it. And he got the style that they were going for in terms of the commentary. And he wasn't, you know, shouting out boss time over and over again with those yeah. annoying coalisms He kinda, you know, I thought was a very good hand at oh, that was sounded kind of, uh, condescending. I didn't mean it that way. He was yeah. he was very I thought he was a very good commentator. Yeah. Um, and then they go and release him, they release Samoa Joe, and now we've got Pat McAfee and, uh, and, and, uh, um, Michael, Cole, Adam Cole. Yeah. Pat McAfee and Michael, Michael Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah. On, on SmackDown. And then this new guy will be on raw with Byron and that's uh, it. With or is Byron
1: it and, um, uh, uh, Corey Graves. Oh, Graves. Oh, yes. God. Still have a three man booth, uh, for okay. reasons that are unclear. Meanwhile, Vic Joseph is just kind of living on nxt like just just oh he
0: does nxt now
1: yeah it's vic joseph wade barrett and beth phoenix
0: okay all right yeah has beth gotten
1: any better what's that has beth gotten any better Uh, she still comes from the uh renee young school of going oh
0: OK. Yeah. All right. So
1: it's not great. Although uh, with another bit of news, that came out this week. Uh, so SummerSlam is happening in front of fans uh, rumored to be in Las Vegas. But it sounds like that may not be the official location. It's been mm. moved to a Saturday night show. Uh, it's gonna be Saturday, August 21st. They're going to be announcing the venue next week. But uh, rumor in Scuttlebutt says that Cardi B will be the host of the show
0: sure okay i mean it, and I, I i've heard of cardi b which is better than i could say about bad bunny at the time and so. i just want
1: to make it clear chris there are a few things i'm looking forward to more than hearing michael cole yelling
0: she calls that the wet ass pussy yeah <laughs> it's WAP time uh which <laughs> and, and then simultaneously the the entire italian audience goes "Oh <gasps> <gasps> yeah, you. yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no! Different yeah. WAP. different WAP. You're yes, fine. Different one. We're talking. We're yeah. talking about wet as pussy, yeah. yeah, he's
1: he's really going to push the eh. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> WAP. Meanwhile, a whole bunch of IT nerds like wireless access protocol. What's happening? <laughs>
0: what's going on? So many WOPs, so little time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: good lord. Uh, 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 I, I shop, do think the reality go. is hearing Michael Cole try to say occur. Okay. <laughs> which is my personal nightmare and speaking of nightmare let's try to endure this soundbite yeah i just cut that one early uh nxt that's the nxt theme isn't it yeah that is the current nxt theme uh and this week it was headlined by uh balor cross two for the nxt world title a isn't this the third match though actually maybe it was three.
0: Oh uh, no 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 i'm sorry he beats champa the first time for the title didn't he yes he did all right i um, take that back this too sorry well,
1: a- anyway you slice it it was a world title match so anticipated that ratings went down uh,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh Sorry,
1: that's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, it, all the credit in the world to Finn Balor. He tried his yeah. damnedest, but goddamn, this Carrying Cross project. Few people feel more cold in the world of pro wrestling, and not in the cool glacier way, than <laughs> than Carrion Cross. I, I I make fun of Cody Rhodes for being in the Triple H school of you know being a seven who thinks he's a ten, and he comes off like yeah. a four. Karrion cross is the seven pushed as a 10 who comes yeah. across as a four. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the logic is here. I don't get it. I mean, there's a lot of things in NXT right now. I don't get like solo uh, Bobby Fish with his midlife crisis arm tattoos. I, I don't understand that at all. 45 year old Bobby Fish is a, a top tier style a star on your developmental roster. I think there's something very wrong there. Um well. And I've got nothing against Robert Fish. Uh, but it's just a, a weird thing. And you have Karrion Cross, this champion who came back from injury way too fast, who mm-hmm. I can't say was a super worker on par with the mm-hmm. standard NXT style before that, who's definitely kind of slumming it right now because he's hurt. And he's being pushed as like this top guy. And I don't think anyone truly believes it.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I think, in Triple H's mind, he reminds him so much of himself yeah. <laughs> that he's like, "Oh, this guy looks like me. I'm going to make him like me." Um, and you know, it's it's not there. Uh, but you know, they're gonna, I guess, roll with it until he either gets uh, too injured to wrestle again, will have to vacate, and they'll do something else for the title, or you know, who even else is of the level to challenge him at this point down there? <sighs>
1: I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's probably going to get pushed into the spot again. Uh, they, they announced – hang on. Let me, let me look back at my notes here. Cool Kyle O'Reilly. They announced a number one contenders match. Um, and also I don't know when we're going to have the first takeover in front of fans again. Maybe it will be SummerSlam weekend. I don't know. Uh, but the number one contenders match is uh, a triple threat of Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano.
0: Oh, Gargano again. Great.
1: Yeah, and the winner will face Carrying Cross at Takeover in Your House on June thirteenth.
0: Uh, what else is there left for Johnny Gargano to do in NXT? There isn't I mean, he's done fucking everything. He's there wrestled isn't. everybody. And,
1: and, and I'm almost a little disappointed that they did the big blow off of him and Reed. Reed won the title in a cage match. It was a whole to do. It was very you know, it was a very good presentation. I will say mentioning that he's been a professional wrestler for fourteen years isn't maybe the smartest move again on your developmental brand. But look, even yeah. there. Um they had a nice moment. They had Bronson Reed's wife come out and, you know, hug him and kiss him and everything. Like it was really touching. It was How'd well. She looked she, uh, she, she, she she yeah. You know what? Stop. Bronson Reed is is definitely batting above yes. his class.
0: Googling that right now.
1: <laughs> um, it's just one of those things where you kind of go, okay, cool. So now what? Johnny Gargano should go off television for a while and the way you should try to find their way without him? Nope. He's just back on TV and he's going to be in a world title match.
0: She looks like Ronda Rousey and Beth Phoenix had a child together.
1: Yes. Yes. There's definitely <laughs> a lot
0: of that. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right.
1: See what I'm saying not, though? You're just gonna hey, for that. him.
0: Not angry at that at all. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: no reason for you to be angry. I'd watch that. <laughs> of course you would. There aren't many would. you would do, Chris. <laughs>
0: ah, Here's well, a good one. Well, you know, Nia Jackson anybody, I'm out. Uh, sorry.
1: Oh, you you would be curious. Uh, you would depends be on curious. who the other was. You would depends on who the other curious. was. I'm not saying you're going to enjoy it. I'm just saying you're going to be curious.
0: Look, I watched uh, uh, Sunny Nights or whatever that uh, terrible Sunny porno thing was. Uh, I watched that. Because you wanted to know. Yeah, but I also had a very strong attachment to Sunny back in my uh, formative years. So, you know, at least I had that going for me. Did you watch Triple
1: H? Not Triple H. One Night Uh, in China? China and Xbox? Uh, Did not.
0: Okay. Couldn't uh or, couldn't, or any couldn't. of China's oeuvre. No, no, that's uh that's that's you know when I'm when I'm when I'm sitting down to uh you know TCB. Yeah, to to, to plan some uh some some business. If I'm uh, doing a, a business planning meeting, um she's not top of the list of uh of things I'm searching in gotcha. incognito for, you know.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I just didn't know if you were like, yeah, hey, you know what, let's find out what this Telscape is I'm
0: good. I'm good not knowing, I think. Uh, all this, uh, yeah. After all this after all this time, never. Oh yeah, now no. No.
1: But yeah. I just didn't know if at the time you're like, all right, onward Valhalla. Let's find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that one uh that one I, I skipped. Okay. Hit okay. hit next. Hit NXT on that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Chris, uh before we talk about the big pay-per-view extravaganza that's coming today, <laughs> I do think we need to bounce back into a little company called Wrestling, as uh we are getting some movement of things including a show movement uh, yeah. for dominion um so new japan returned to live shows this past week it's been all completely skippable multi-man stuff but um uh, mm-hmm. we've had some people come back from covid and and you know Reach out to the fans and say some things. Uh, Okada was out with COVID. He's back in the mix. Tai Chi was out with COVID. He's back in the mix. El Desperado, not yet back in the ring. He apparently had a real bad sitch of COVID. Yeah. Uh, thanking the nurses who took care of him. Um, but we did get the, uh, f- the the top three matches announced for Dominion. Uh, it was originally set for osaka Joe Hall on June 6th. It's been bumped up a day because the state of emergency in Osaka had been extended through the 6th. So it'll be on Monday, June 7th in osaka Joe Hall. So um, about a week and change from the time we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to say, Chris, when you sent me the tweet, you sent me the Japanese one at first. Yeah. I, was, I was expecting to hit that translate button and find out that there was going to be a four-man, one-night tournament right. for the IWGP championship. Not so much. Um, it, it, we are getting just a decision match for the heavyweight championship as Kazuchika Okada uh, looks to uh, go against Shingo Takagi with the winner of that becoming the third ever world heavyweight champion uh, mm. in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think it's... Very easy to say that we all agree here at the Rough House
0: that it's Shingo all the way, baby. It should be Shingo all the way. Yes. Um, You know, and gosh, I I see both sides of the coin here. Obviously, you know, with uh, your champ, Will Ospreay, having to vacate the title due to injury and and whatever else backstage uh, Gaijin revolt is happening. um, You know, the safe bet here is to go with Okada. But as you just said, Okada recovering from COVID. Not sure how serious it was. He didn't really let on as to how it affected him. Uh, but you know, that's a, a respiratory thing, and <laughs> you you kind of need your wind uh, to to be in a match, especially one with Shingo Takagi. Yeah. So I hope you're uh, hope you've been working out there, uh, Okada. Um, but I think you know, it, I feel like this is it. This is this is the best chance that we've had for takagi to win here uh obviously we're super biased uh you know me probably a little more than you for uh adoration of of shingo here um and i'm just you know trying to will it into existence that it will be uh shingo picking up the w here yeah i mean he he beat uh okada in the first round of the was new japan cup
1: new japan cup yes and that
0: match was awesome it was it was fantastic uh and but okada beat him in the g1 last year tapped or passed him out on the money clip um and they may have had another match along the way but i feel like they might have thrown down in g1 the year before maybe i'm wrong but yeah uh, they
1: they've definitely had great matches this whole time right um so you know my my gut as a fan wants it to be shingo and sure. when i sort of do that that mental analysis of all right is that really what they're going to do I'm not sure. You know, if it weren't for the fact that we know Okada's got a jacked up back. Yeah. I would think the smart business move right now when you need kind of a steady hand, no different than them going back to Tana, you know, and, and Tana having the, the run that made him the ace. It was this idea of here is the the pat hand that can carry us through a disruptive time in the company. Mm-hmm. Okada feels like he would be that guy because right yeah. now that company is in a bad way. Like yep. the, there's there's nothing firing. There's nothing super interesting right now. I know I know so much of it is out of their hands. Yeah. Um, I, I don't hold anyone responsible. It's just it, – it, the fact is it's cold. It's a cold company right now. Okada being champion wouldn't necessarily be a shot in the arm, but it would allow for stability in – in something that they need to be able to count on. That, you know, the world championship division is covered and in in a good place. That said, having a guy like Okada put over Shingo would be a massive boon to Shingo Takagi as a main eventer.
0: That's how you make a new star. And superstar.
1: I I would hope that there's someone there saying hey why don't we do that? Why don't we why don't we put a shot in the arm of this guy who there he's he, I'm not gonna say he's old he's not old but you know he's in his mid-30s there mm-hmm. isn't a long timeline to make Shingo the guy and you don't want right. another Godo on the roster you you want right. you want to give him a shot I, I don't think you should give everyone a shot as world champion as much as I may want as we'll talk about when we talk about AEW Um, but I think this is the time to do it I really really hope that they they put him over here
0: yeah, I mean, you know, Shingo has proven himself to be uh, really in tune with the fans. The fans get behind him yeah. in his matches. And, and to to further your point, I mean, you know, with the age and everything, especially with the style of match that Shingo works, right. um, super intensely physical, which is part of why we enjoy watching him so much. So, yeah, I, you know, it, it is – Sad to say, probably an hour never situation for the guy. If yeah. if he's not winning it here, he's probably not going to. Um, Don't get me wrong; I, I'd I love to for, be wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I look forward to the day that Shingo's one of the new Japan dads, and and he's in the Yuji Nagata or
0: yeah or uh, Suzuki Itoshi role of, or yeah. or
1: Kojima role, just popping up and beating the shit out of some youngin. Um, yeah. But I think this is this is the time to do it. Uh, also on that card, again, I wish this was a, a four-man eliminator. Uh, a singles match between Kota Ibushi and Jeff Cobb, which should be yeah. out of this world great. Uh, Absolutely. I, I'm really looking forward to that. Sounds like Abushi got hurt earlier on this year. He got hurt back at the Tokyo Dome, and he's just it was a foot thing, that. right? Yeah, which says a lot about how good his matches had been as
0: champion. I don't know.
1: Um, yeah. So looking forward to a healthy. Abushi going against Jeff Cobb should be fantastic because yeah. uh, if there's anything
0: that Jeff Cobb likes, it's the flippy do that he can toss around. So, absolutely. And if, correct me if I'm wrong. If I remember correctly, it was Jeff Cobb beating Kota Ibushi in the G1 right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. last year. So you know, and they've been doing like kind of a, a tit for tat sort of uh, anything you can do, I can do better uh, yes. on the on the Road Two shows, which and you know, Jeff Cobb is just a freak athlete and is so totally. fun to watch uh and especially being the dickhead he, uh, you know foreigner heel i'm 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 all about it nabushi you know the the lovable golden star idiot uh that everybody yeah. you know uh adores so yeah this those two matches alone are super uh, exciting and did they did they announce that they're going to run or at least try to run despy versus yo here yes
1: yes that is the third match announced uh eldest barato defending the junior he, uh yeah the junior light heavyweight Title or whatever, yeah. whatever it's called, I read GP Junior title uh, yeah. against Yo the Poop Man himself. <laughs>
0: You're never letting that go. No,
1: you? no, I, I, I think it it speaks uh, volumes about that man.
0: It's it's the number two most important thing about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> god damn it! That, that, Sorry, that was corny. Oh god damn it! That would have been a great oh. out. But we have to talk about another thing. Let's go ahead and just lay this out. Tony Khan should not make promos cutting out, or calling out the other company.
0: You you didn't care for that, huh? No,
1: I did not. So it, to tie it back to the top of the show, of course, the news broke about New Japan and WWE possibly working together. So let's call it two hours before Dynamite on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Tony and Tony, uh, Shivani and the Khan Tons. respectively. Uh, shot a promo in the vein of the video promos that Tony Khan was doing on Impact,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where Tony Khan says he shoots on the door, WWE. Talks. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. If this if this was a clickbait site, it would just be yeah. Tony Khan shoots on the WWE New Japan relationship. Yes. Right. Uh, I I hate this shit. I I fucking hate this shit. It, it, whether it is fucking uh, Cody. Blowing up a Triple H throne or, you know, um the Young Bucks doing wink-wink, nudge-nudge references to things. I fucking hate this shit, man. Like, un- unless there is a value in you doing that. Also, I'm thinking, if that's really happening, is this going to make New Japan want to work more with AEW? Like, I... I feel like there are so many less upsides to doing this beyond like look at me I can cut a promo. I'm Tony Khan. Like I I don't fucking get it.
0: I I don't hate it nearly as much as you do. Uh you know, I kind of coked out promoter is kind of something that uh you know, gets my gets my curiosity here. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think of of I mean it's kind of a it's a flex, really, is yeah. what, is what it was. He was yeah. just saying, Well, you're, point you're talking of, to these guys, the I've already standing, had Kenta on. I've prices. had uh yeah, I've had Yuji Nagata here. We've had Ren Narita, we've had Rocky Romero in the ring. Like, yeah. we already got this, bro. Like we, 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 you know, we already we beat you to it, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Um, you know. Was it necessary? No. Um, but you know, he's running his live action, Efed here. So, yeah. you know,
1: <laughs> I, 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 just, I just was not a fan. I, I thought it was kind of, kind of cringe worthy and I, I really didn't care for it. But what I did care for, uh, was the first dynamite in front of fans in ages this week. Yeah. Uh, that was a Friday night show. I'll be honest. I didn't anticipate actually getting an opportunity to watch it, but yet. There I was watching it live. You know who else is watching live? My dear buddy Chris. Yeah, we to talk about the show live for the first time in ages,
0: in like a year almost. Uh, yeah. So that was it. Was nice to uh, nice to watch it live and you know to actually see the picture and picture stuff because they don't put that on the the replays. Um, you know, ten o'clock on a Friday, not the ideal time slot for for your pro wrestling program, but yes. you know. NBA playoffs take precedence. I, I, I get it. A lot more people watch that than they do uh, um, pro wrestling. Although, did, did numbers come out? Did Overnights come out? I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything um, either. Yeah, that doesn't okay. mean
1: it's not out there. Uh, I also yeah. wonder
0: if the holiday kind of fucked with numbers. I'm um, sure. No, I'm not expecting a great number. I mean, yeah. the only thing that could have helped it. Uh, well, no, there wasn't even an NBA lead in. Wasn't it like no, Geostorm? No, no, somewhere? no, no. It, uh,
1: it was Geostorm.
0: Which they aired again after it.
1: Yes, Yes. <laughs> uh, two back-to-back uh, airings of Geostorm, which is a little AEW aperitif in the middle. Yeah. Uh, An amuse-bouche. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, they had I, – I don't think they had full capacity at Daly's Place because uh, there were some wide shots where it was like, oh, that upper deck is not – it, it was dark. Nobody. Yeah, it was AEW um, dark up there. Yes, uh, <laughs> and and then of course in the upper section that's AEW dark elevation. Elevation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a real fun show. Uh, nothing, yes, nothing <laughs> essential. So if you missed it on Friday, congratulations, you missed nothing <laughs> of imports. The the I think the only important thing that you missed, at least in this humble podcaster's opinion. Was Sting doing the best thing that Sting does, which is <laughs> Sting wore a Sting mask and surprise, it was Sting under the Sting mask.
0: Now he did not do. Did he do that in WWE? I don't would recall like, him doing it in WWE. I don't think so either. But he right? definitely
1: did it in WCW, in TNA, and now yes. in AEW.
0: So he has the trifecta. It didn't quite hit them all right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no grand uh, slam for for Real Estate Steve. Yeah. <laughs> But, yes, that was uh, that was a highlight. Uh, I also enjoyed watching Miro, um, you know, decimate poor Dante Martin. Yeah. Uh, Credit,
1: though, to Dante Martin. Miro came out as a huge baby face to that crowd. Like, yeah, the the crowd absolutely loved him. And, you know, they were doing the Miro's going to kill you chance and everything. And when they got to their hope spot, they turned on Miro hard. Uh, yeah. So credit to Dante Martin on that one. Uh, that that kid's got huge ups. He's 21. I know. Like, he's going to be there for a while. Again, send, send him and his brother once his brother's done to navigate. they will come back. The best flippy doos in the universe, and uh, they'll be good. Yeah. Um, really, the, the swing and the miss was what I think they thought was going to be the big angle of the show. Which was the way yeah, a couple
0: there were, yeah, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I was gonna say there were a couple swings and misses for me. Uh, but the way in was was A number one. I was yeah. hoping you were gonna say that first.
1: Yes, A number one, Cody Rhodes, Anthony and Gogo doing this way in. Uh everybody's got their entourages, and notably the Cody one was the entire nightmare factory class. Yeah. Uh along with Red Velvet, again, fine replace for Brandy Rhodes, his mm-hmm. sister, uh mm-hmm. Dustin. Um, mm-hmm. I believe the gun family was out there. And again, like these 14 students, which was weird because they're QT students too.
0: Right. And, and yeah. for a
1: little bit, I was like, if this is a thing where they all turn on Cody, fuck yeah. yeah. So they do this weigh in angle and they have a legitimate scale. in Which the room, Paul
0: White does not know how to work.
1: Which he does <laughs> not know how to work. Clearly they did not practice this before the show yeah. and he is shoot unsure what to do. And if the whole idea was, oh, okay, it's gonna turn out that Anthony Gogo is one pound heavier than Cody. One, who gives a shit? Two, pre-tape that shit. Or, but also, fucking Big Show could just act like he said, all right, he's two eighteen. Oh, he's two right. nineteen. Like, kayfabe it, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And not to mention the fact that he was sweating buckets out there. Yes. Um, You know, granted, as as a bald man, it's, you know, hair absorbs a lot of sweat on a normal person. So you see the sweat a lot more in a bald man. Um, And I don't know if it's just, you know, the body types of the big show or Paul White and myself, but uh, we tend to sweat more than most other people. Um, But yeah, this was way too long and shockingly without incident. Like... Yeah, like, there wasn't a pull apart or anything. I'm like, if you're going to do this, fucking do it. You know, is this was this whole thing just a plan to get Cody out in his Calvin Klein's in the middle of the ring? I don't like,
1: know. I don't know. And then he fucking threw his his jacket and his
0: pants to the crowd, which is right. Weird. Like, I don't yeah. Know. Who, like, is somebody going to frame Cody's like, uh, you know, sweatpants? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, man, Cody's drawers. I was at the first. The first dynamite man, back with crowds after the after the COVID, and Cody threw me his pants, and I didn't wash them, and I sniff them every night before I go to bed. Like, yeah. that's just weird, man.
1: Yeah. Very, very weird. Very odd. Also odd on this show. First time we got to see Jade Cargill, a clear AEW project, in front of a live crowd, and crickets. Yeah. They could not give a shit. Kylan King, a big... Not not what I call a huge pop, but a bigger pop than uh, Jade Cargill. Also, shoot taller than Jade Cargill by like two inches, and the whole thing they've been pushing <laughs> is how fucking big Jade is.
0: Yeah, not the right person. You should you should have put her in there with like Layla Hirsch or something. Yeah, you or really put or that fucking,
1: over uh, your girl Danny. Like uh, yeah. Danny Jordan, just throw her mm. in there. Uh real just weird. Put Instagram this real weekend. Real weird. Very <laughs> weird. Don't don't understand. <sighs> Mark Here's Sterling me. isn't a bad addition to her, I feel. I like Mark Sterling. Uh, and, and it gets her away from her Tracy morgan ass promos. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind Mark Sterling, but I feel like that role
0: would have been better filled by Justin Schlegel. That's all oh, I'm saying.
1: Yes. Yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. You know. In a perfect world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, unfortunately, is not a perfect world. Um,
0: so, so what else for you was a swing and a miss, Chris? The fucking closing angle. This inner circle yeah. celebration. OK, so I thought I, some of it worked. I don't give a fuck about Eric Bischoff in
1: 2021. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I, I can agree with you on that. Eric Bischoff he has, coming out. Talking about how no, 25 years ago on this very day, you know, the yeah. NWO started. I don't care.
0: He has no like nothing to do with AEW aside from being pals with Chris Jericho. Uh, and I just, you know, it made zero sense to me. I don't care to see him back. And this, you know, the video package they put together celebrating the inner circle was cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, a, a crowd, almost full crowd back to singing Judas, you know, you could tell Chris was losing his fucking mind hearing that again. Yeah. it uh, was a
1: great moment.
0: But man, and I don't know if this is, you know, done as 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 a red herring as they're going to do the opposite but it sure seems like this is the end of the fucking inner circle. Yeah, and, and
1: uh in terms of something that worked really well for me, uh apparently I can give credit to the the uh far away view that they did for it. The fucking um slightly out of sync stereo pile drivers that uh yeah. FTR did on on Proud powerful off the I don't know how, you, off the concourse? Yeah, I like. I don't know course. how better to describe that. Uh, those looked like they shoot-murdered Santana and I Ortiz.
0: Know. Yeah. Like, I was really like, different.
1: oh, cool. No match on Sunday. Like, yeah. That looked harsh, especially if yeah. it was...
0: Uh, Cash. Cash was having a tough time getting up there.
1: Cash was having a tough time getting up there, and then he and Santana didn't so much go through a table as the table just crumbled under uh, underneath them like that looked real rough
0: yeah that was that was tough and yeah they didn't get the full angle of i I guess they were all doing pile drivers at the same time something like that but we Uh, couldn't really tell because they were just zoomed in so so, yeah yeah, that's you know i knew i knew that you know the pay-per-view go-home show needed to end with a big angle um but they also went a little long in their promos before they got to that big angle. So I feel like it was yeah. really, really rushed to try to get everything in.
1: And it's just unfair to have Chris Jericho run on television. I just want to make <laughs> that real clear. <laughs> the The ending angle there where it was clear that uh, three quarters of the inner circle knew how to run. And then I think it was Sammy who was staying behind Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Good guy, Sammy, trying to make him look nice. Um,
0: who should have been the one,
1: you know, there yeah, first. Yeah, a number one yeah. out there in front. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, it was a bit weird, but we do have a killer show planned for tonight. Uh, oh. I believe we are looking at how many matches. I think it's 10. Six, matches? ten? Yeah. Hang on.
0: Uh, I, I had it up. Uh, well, the buy-in we're, right. we're getting the NWA women's ten championship. Matches match. overall,
1: yes. Buy-in Serena
0: match. Serena Deeb against, uh, Thunder. Thunder Rosa. Nope. Nope. Serena Deeb against Riho for the way off Championship. I was way off. Yes. I was just trying to will that into existence there. Yes. All right,
1: um, there so Serena Deeb defending against Riho. Riho announced this weekend she's moving to the U.S. So we're going to okay. have a lot more Riho and AEW. I, I like do. Reho. think I do think Serena's retaining, but this match should actually be really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like a good uh, buy-in match. Yeah. So that, that should be – Super fun. Then we've got the Casino Battle Royale. I won't read off all the competitors unless you really want me to, Chris. No, thank you. Um, We've got 20 competitors announced plus the surprise Joker number 21. Uh, Last time they did this was all out. The Joker ended up being Matt Seidel because at uh, Double or Nothing last year, it was the ladder match. Casino ladder
0: match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was Brian Cage.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, So Matt Seidel was the Joker last time. Um, We talked about this on the Schlegel Soapbox. My gut instinct is because he's on commentary, it's just going to be Paul White walking the three feet from the commentary booth to the ring, maybe very quickly getting
0: eliminated and walking right back to the commentary booth. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even as easy a walk now because they have people on the stage. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's got to
1: go by by the commoners. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah,
0: so we'll we'll see how that goes. That makes sense. I can't really think... Of anybody else of note that would make sense to be in this match. We we threw out the name Andrade, uh, who has no non-compete and could show up. And I think he might show up during the world title match. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't see him showing up in this because it doesn't make sense for him to be in this battle royal.
1: Yeah. Uh the only other person I can think of is uh prior to him suffering a leg injury last summer, the original plan for the Joker at um all out was gonna be Nick Gage making a surprise appearance. Really? Yep. How did I not hear that? Yeah, he was supposed to be the Joker last time. I figure there's a little bit of uh, positivity surrounding him with the whole uh, Dark Side of the Ring. That could yeah. be a cool little moment. I don't know if it's going to happen. I, wow. I, uh, but if, you know, music hits and we got MDK on the video screen, yeah, should be could be pretty cool.
0: Can you imagine Jim Ross reacting to Nick Gage? Because <laughs> I can't.
1: No. Yeah, I MD- th- MDK. Yeah. Oh, fucking day. I can't say that. Come on. It's pay-per-view. Um, God, <laughs> worst. So who do you think is going to win the casino battle royale?
0: I don't fucking know. Uh, so the winner gets a title shot, right? Yes. Uh, oh, man. I'm trying to think of anybody else who's had any kind of interaction with uh we'll, we'll just say christian cage yeah you know um, cage is my pick
1: because they they kind of hinted to him and omega early on yeah and they didn't really close that loop i figure cage will win and then lose a match on a random titled
0: dynamite yeah no that mean that 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 makes the most sense yeah i'll so go with that
1: that's my thought there uh we've got let's see what else is on the card here aew tnt championship match miro defends against lance archer this could
0: low-key be the match of the night.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, there's there's quite a few matches on the card that could surprise us and and be low-key bangers. Um, but this, this definitely could go to the distance and, and shock us. I think it's Miro's match to win, but mm-hmm. I don't think this ends the story. I feel like especially with some of the first live shows back being in Texas and Lance Archer being a good Texas boy, mm. I think they might run some sort of gimmick match. At, let's say the Dallas Dynamite okay, yeah,
0: no, i'm 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 for that. yeah, I don't think I don't think Archer wins here uh, either, although I'd love to see Lance Archer strapped up at some point with a title. um Agreed. it's it's too soon to take it off Miro. It's only yeah. you know. It's only been like, what, three weeks, two weeks?
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. It, it, it hasn't been very long. So yeah. uh, he definitely needs some time to cut his teeth on the belt. But I, I do think uh, a, a long-term program between the two of them is the direction they will head it's a,
0: in. It's a smart business decision.
1: Yep. We've got Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Hangman Page has requested that Brian Cage show some balls and have Team Taz not at ringside. This is the other one where I'm like, on paper, it could steal the show
0: yeah well they had that match uh, on dynamite a month or so ago and yeah. it ruled so yes. you know give them a couple more minutes and throw in some uh some stiff shots yeah i i'm a big fan of cage big fan of page pagey yes. cagey uh it's gonna be uh gonna be a barn burner uh this might be the end of brian cage with team taz don't know how they're gonna play that out because he seems yeah. that there's been dissension over the past couple months and you know cage under duress or like you know being pressured to you know leave team taz alone maybe they come out and turn on them i don't know how it's going to play out but um but yeah uh then there's also the dark order who's a factor uh mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. you know to even the odds or whatever but uh i i i'm not sure uh i, I honestly i don't know who's gonna win this one i this think really it's up.
1: i think page is winning if only because to get the win back uh, to get the win back but also it was very very clear friday night hangman page is a top tier guy in the company. The crowd sure. went ape shit for him. Yeah, they did. So uh, it, it's time to pull that trigger, especially with live shows starting back up. So, let, okay. let's do, let's do that hockey. Let's make it. I'm happen. with you. Yep, Um. Forward. Go. We've got Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. This is basically just going to be Sky and Page destroying Darby Allen while Sting watches in the corner, isn't it?
0: Probably. Um, but I I feel like ugh. Uh, I feel like Paige and Sky will win this one. I
1: think they need to. If they yeah. lose this, it absolutely all kills momentum. all the momentum they had. Oh, yeah. that reminds me. The match that Paige and Sky had against the Dark Order on Friday was yeah. super fun. It was. that fucking DDT out of nowhere that uh Stu Grayson hit Stu. on Sky.
0: <laughs> Stu's fucking awesome, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> he really is. He really is.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, it, and it's been so long since we've seen that, you know, the 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 Super Smash Bros iteration yeah, Dark, yeah, the Order OG together, Dark Order together. The OG together. Um, you know, it's been, you know, there's a lot of Silver and Reynolds and other combinations of guys there. But yeah, it was fun to see them again. Um and yeah, I didn't I did enjoy that match. Uh, but yeah, Sky, Sky and Page. This this is a must win for them, and they probably, I would imagine them pinning Sting here, um, because it gives yeah. them a bigger rub. It protects Darby, and yeah. you know they can continue going on from there.
1: I feel like there's going to be some sort of spot in the match that takes out Darby for a few weeks, though. Right. I, I, I don't know what it's going to be, considering uh, Ethan Page has a history of uh absolutely murdering Darby Allen on the Indies. Yes. I imagine they have some dumb idea now that, you know, they're being paid more than a hot dog and a handshake. Right. So um <laughs> I, I feel like uh, th- this is going to be the stunt match of the night, even, even with Steve stampede stadium. happening. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think this is going to have the stunt we're all talking about. Uh, a match. We'll oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, a, a match on paper I'm very excited for, but I don't know how it's going to deliver in ring is the AEW World Tag Team Championship match between the Young Bucks and Moxley and Kingston. They have very contrasting styles, and I don't know how well that is or isn't going to work.
0: Yeah, well, some, yeah, sometimes that helps a match, sometimes it hurts. So, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm with you. It's hard to, hard to know. I mean, you know, the Bucks aren't really known for brawling and, mm-hmm. Omega and Kingston, while knowing you know how to be yeah. technical wrestlers, are n- are not prone for the flippy doos. You know, uh, but they I, have come up with some cool tandems. They have come up with some cool tandems,
1: and I just realized one of my favorite matches from the summer was a false count anywhere match with uh, the Bucks against Butcher and Blade. Yeah, so th- this could work out. But that was a
0: gimmick match. That's this true. Is, That's this true. Is this is a straightforward yeah. match it's here. To be a
1: straightforward match. Is there any universe in which? The Bucks lose
0: the belts here. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised, but I think the overwhelming majority uh, of people uh, would say that the Bucks would retain here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: Kingston I, get, takes the pin or my, gets submitted something. My gut instinct is,
1: is the Bucs win also, but I, I just
0: wanted to ask the question. Yeah, it, it's, it's a v- very slim chance. Yes. Like winning the lottery type chance.
1: Now, a a match where I think the title change is all but a given uh, is Hikaru Shida defending the Women's World Championship against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. If they don't put the belt on Britt here, they fucked up. Like, I love me some Shida. Uh, She's been an awesome champion. She's done an incredible job. Um, I feel like there's going to be meat on this bone. I don't think their feud is going to be over by any means. But Britt has to win here.
0: Barring a horrific in-match injury, uh, yes. which, knock on wood, hopefully will not happen, yes. there, I don't see any way she wins here.
1: Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, also on the card uh, is probably the most controversial match on the, uh, the lineup, as it is Cody Rhodes going against Anthony Agogo in a singles match. Uh, full credit here to Tom Campbell. Uh, who shared this and Chris shared it with me. Uh, I'm just going to read his description for what he wants the match to be. Uh, A go-go making a bombastic British entrance with large Union Jack flags dropping from above the Tron. Uh, About $1,000 worth of pyro, 17 bulldogs, and God Save the Queen playing him to the ring. Cody comes out with American flags falling from the sky while riding a replica Statue of Liberty as another $1,000 worth of pyro goes off. The crowd screaming USA, people crying. Everybody stops for their respective national anthems. More pyro lights up the sky above Daly's place. The crowd chant USA for 15 minutes. Cody cries twice. Bell rings. The <laughs> go-go punches Cody in the gut.
0: Cover. One, two, three, five stars. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. That's This has if, – if Cody Rhodes wins this – I'm a, I'm giving up on Co- I'm like I I, I will yes. fast forward through any Cody segment for yeah. future yeah like, like the, no reason for that to happen.
1: Anthony Gogo is a Cody Rhodes project. He right. has to be putting him over here. He has yeah. to be. He has to be. If he doesn't, he's fucked up real hard. But he yes. has to be. Uh, we got the Stadium Stampede match, the pinnacle of MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood against the Inner Circle of Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Very different match from last year, undoubtedly.
0: Yeah, and not only is it stylized-wise going to be different, it, w- it most likely will not lean on comedy as last year, so it'll probably be more violent, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Yeah. Um, but something that I wanted to bring up is, if you recall the morning of the pay-per-view last year— mm-hmm. There was a lot of buzz and a lot of tweets going around because they filmed it the night before Yes, about this was the greatest thing, you know, ever. And I, I know they were trying to build to some pay-per-view buys in a pandemic and everything and a lockdown. And I don't know if it's going to be live tonight or if they taped it, it last night. My
1: understanding is it is pre-taped again and –
0: I no scuttlebutt this morning yeah not not a anything. single tweet about uh any kind of hype for this unless over the past two hours we've been recording i've missed some stuff but uh the last time i woke up and it was you know jericho saying this was the most fun uh, amazing match i've ever done and you cannot miss it i've, I've heard nothing this morning yeah I'm, I'm, um, I'm checking
1: chris jericho's twitter right now to see if he's my, posted anything
0: if i had to guess a reason for that uh my gut would say sean spears but i don't know you know it could also be jake hager i don't i don't know what, what? what would Six be a one, reason for that yeah um I, so, I also think
1: this is going to be shorter than the last one because i think the last one was like 45 minutes
0: yeah they did well they had a more lot in
1: like 25 minutes i think they fucked up
0: I i i don't see it going less than a half hour
1: okay okay I think Pinnacle wins. I honestly think they're going 2-0 on the feud, and the Inner Circle's done. I I, I feel like uh, Gravara and Proud and Powerful are ready to do their own thing. Yeah. Um, And I think also rushing back Jericho this fast is just
0: a bad move. Yeah, I mean, clearly his arm's still fucked up. I mean, yeah. he's got a fucking, you know, exoskeleton <laughs> happening right now on his right. left arm. Right. He's he's half terminator at this point, not in the good Brian Cage, Kenny Omega kind of way. So so yeah, um, you know, obviously they're gonna they I'm sure they worked around the arm in and angles and what he was he was doing here. Yeah, easy easier to do with a pre-taped match. For sure, for sure. Um so I if I had to guess, I would say MJF does something super violent to Sammy Guevara, maybe, uh, or maybe to Jericho, because he already did a super violent thing to Jericho. Yeah, Um, and I feel like, you know, for the time being, if they're gonna, if they're not gonna do Pinnacle versus Inner Circle, I feel like Guevara coming back from a horrific worked injury at Mm. at Stadium Stampede to, you know, fight his way through the Pinnacle to get to MJF. I feel like that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, well, all, all I can say about this match is a website I go to does uh, a, a predictions thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you fill out a Google form. And I put my same prediction for what stupid thing Sammy Guevara is going to do as I did last year. So let's let's cross our fingers that Sammy Guevara gets Meet Joe blacked by a series of golf carts. <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for this time around. You putting I, some, just uh, some money year. on Vegas for that?
0: You <laughs> got set a prop bet to Vegas. Uh, but
1: our main event of the evening is a triple threat for the. A&E oh, I even forgot about that. I thought yes. that was the out. Yeah, we're still going. No, okay. no, no, no. We got one more match. <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega defending the world title against Orange Cassidy and Pack. It's a triple threat. It is uh, WWE rules, so not elimination. It's first pin wins, regardless mm-hmm. of who is being pinned by who. Mm-hmm. Um, My gut instinct, though I would love Orange Cassidy as champion, though I would love Pac as champion, is Omega retains, full stop. I think the likelihood is he pins Pac because I think he can eat the pin more. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would not be surprised if there's some shenaniganry with, say, the Good Brothers to lead to some sort of gimmick match with Kenny and the Good Brothers against Best Friends
0: or Kenny and uh, the good brothers against death triangle. Uh, it it, it could go, could go either way. And if, you know, if good brothers show up, you can almost guarantee that the best friends are going to come out and maybe death triangle as well. Uh, either way i expect a lot of shenanigans in this match especially yeah. with it being an odq triple threat and like i said earlier i would not be surprised if andrade shows up maybe post match after kenny wins for mm-hmm. a uh, an attack to build to their triple mania match and if we see andrade a couple weeks uh, prior to triple mania on dynamite who's that going to hurt you know yeah
1: yeah no i i think that would be awesome for everybody it should be an awesome show uh, kicks off at seven o'clock with the uh, with with a buy-in I' <laughs> probably gonna run to midnight um, so probably. strap in for a long evening of aew should be an awesome time Chris anything you want to say before we go
0: uh, no I need to uh, go put some charm to use so we'll call it a day all
1: right later y'all. <laughs> The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at Roughhouse SGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts subscribe motherfuckers this is the, the rough house pod. uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it
0: fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay hey this is the rock shut your mouth Bronies and listen up because this is the rough house podcast with marty and my least favorite man on the planet christoph
1: the preceding presentation was brought to you by the realm network El Torito brand salsa, the only salsa meant for midgets. It comes with half as much corn, half as many tomatoes, and a half portion of freshly grown bell peppers. Half as spicy as other salsas on the market. El Torito, the only dip worth the chip of the short ones.
0: El Torito.